listening to the Life Edit Project podcast, where busy, ambitious high achievers get the tools they need to fight overwhelm and overthinking with balance, self-mastery, and a positive mindset. I'm your host, Elizabeth Burroughs. I'm serving up bite-sized truth bombs in a judgment-free zone based on my perspective as a life coach, wife, mom, and recovering overachiever. We keep it real over here, which usually means some combination of insightful, entertaining, and a hot mess express. So if you're looking for perfection, look elsewhere. But if you're still with me, let's dig into this week's episode. Good day, good people. Thanks for tuning in today. This is the last regular episode of 2023, episode 32. So it's a bit of a milestone for me. Um, I really appreciate you for rocking with me and for supporting me by listening, subscribing, leaving reviews, and sharing this show with your friends. Y'all have really made this a fantastic debut um, for me as a podcaster, and I appreciate you. Um, We are still in the post season. So today's episode is a rebroadcast of an IG live stream I did back in June of 2020. Now, if you'll recall, that was in the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic, about three months into quarantine season down here where I live in South Florida. And it was kind of a wild time. One of the things that was happening was that we were seeing heinous acts of violence against unarmed black men, women, and children. And these things were happening all around the country. And because we were all glued to our screens, watching the news and scrolling through social media way more than usual, it was inescapable. And lots of people who were usually able to brush off these kinds of incidents or just not notice them at all, had really intense emotional reactions. Some people felt really sad, which is understandable, and lots of people got angry. And I also noticed that other people, and sometimes the same people, felt really helpless during this time. So I decided to go live this one particular day because I wanted to give people just one more tool to put into their toolkit to help them deal with the seemingly insurmountable challenge of institutional and systemic racism. Now, a disclaimer before, you know, I play this replay. Yes, I talk about racism in this episode, but this episode isn't about racism. It's about how we can use thought work one of the techniques I use in my coaching practice with my clients, how we can use thought work to live in the face of overwhelmingly huge and challenging circumstances. Now, I'm also not saying that racism isn't a problem because thought work exists. And I'm not saying that thought work is the thing that's going to help everyone to deal with racism. I just think that there's enough value in this particular conversation that it was worth sharing here on the podcast. So without further ado, here is Using Thought Work to Deal with Racism. Let's go. There is a lot going on in the world right now. Like 
a lot, a lot. Um, and I feel like this is a really good time for me to put my skills to use as a mindset coach. Uh, and so I'm showing up. I'm here for it. I am doing the work. And, um, you know, I haven't known really what to say about a lot of things. Um, I've talked a bit about self-care uh, and healthy boundaries and things um, as we started dealing with the quarantine and the COVID-19 crisis. And as we continue to face more and more visible and um, more violent, even social unrest uh, in the face of racism and police brutality across the country. I thought I'd go ahead and talk a little bit about um, how important thought work has been to me and how I've been using my tools of thought work um, to just deal better with racism. Um, so let me be clear about a couple of things. When I talk about racism, I am not only talking about that personal level racism where people are um, really thinking about like that personal level hate, right? They think about hate crimes, they think about um, discrimination and you know, you can't sit here and calling people names and right? Like I'm not just talking about that um, individual level interactions. I'm also talking about institutional and systemic racism, um, where we're talking about systems of and, and whole uh, histories of laws, policies, institutions, traditions, um, and really societal beliefs that culminate in experiences um, for people of color and specifically for black people. Like I'm talking about that right? Not just the one-on-one -on -one racism. So to be super clear. Um, so I've been using my thought work and I've been doing a lot of self-coaching recently to deal better with all of this and, and to, um, to be okay right now, um, when I'm not okay. So, um, as a black woman, uh, as a mom, as a wife of a black man, these are scary times, but I will also say that um, life has always been a bit scary for me as a black woman and as a as a black wife married to a black man. I'm always a little bit scared for my husband. Um, so I'll, I'll say that. Uh, so thought work. I have been using thought work um, and thought work specifically is the practice of observing one's thoughts. So observing your thoughts. Uh, about circumstances that you encounter in life in the world um, and the process of separating out thoughts from circumstances and thoughts from feelings, right? Like, so, so when I talk about thought work, I literally mean that process of noticing, observing, and unpacking what it is that you're thinking, identifying even what it is that you're thinking. Because a lot of us really move through life um, never really thinking about what it is that we think. Uh, we have lots of thoughts that um, we don't necessarily consciously choose. And many of us operate at a default level of not even knowing that we have the ability to control our thoughts, right? To influence, to select our thoughts. So, um, and thought work is important, you know, y'all, if you follow me on doing lives, I always have notes. Um, <clears throat> thought work is important specifically because 
it allows us, it gives us a mechanism for actually choosing thoughts that serve us um, in life, right? So I firmly believe that um, we get to choose thoughts, feelings, actions. We get to create lifestyles that serve us, right? Like we don't just have to deal with things. We get to um, take more control of the things that we can control, right? I'm not talking about controlling things that aren't actually up to us. Um, but actually stepping in and owning what we do control and influence um, and, and choosing the, the pieces that will help us reach the, the end games and the objectives that we're actually trying to reach. So, uh, and thought work is important because um, the fact is we are not our thoughts, right? I am more than just what I think. Um, my thoughts are not who I am. And it is very important uh, as one engages in thought work that we know that. Um, we can't go through the, the process of identifying and, and letting go of thoughts that don't serve us if we don't first understand that having a thought um, doesn't define who we are, right? We have to be open to the fact that our thoughts can change um, and that just because we've had a particular kind of thought doesn't mean that we have to be stuck with it. Um, it's also, thought work is also really important because not all thoughts that we have are helpful to us in actually, you know, reaching the, the end game that we're trying to reach, right? Like you can have a destination in mind. Not every road will take you there. It is important to know that so that you can plan accordingly, right? Like get on track. Um, and yes, detours might come up. Um, you might have to sometimes change vehicles along the way, but you know, going on a path that does not lead to your destination will never get you there. Likewise, thinking thoughts that are not helpful, that do not lead to the things that you intend will never get you good results. So let go of those. Um, and also like, I just really, I think I said this already, but we, we can't actually select our thoughts. We can decide what to think. Um, we can decide what to believe. And that is a very empowering place to operate from. It's, it's a very powerful way to show up in life. And and it is where I live. It is it is what I believe and it is what I am committed to teaching. Um, to those of you who follow me and pay attention and to clients that work with me in coaching. So I'm going to start right there, right? And say that thought work is very important. And it is even important in a time, it is especially important in a time like this. And we can... Yeah, I'm distracted by my hair. Sorry. Um, and thought work is especially Im important during a time like this when we are dealing with multiple, you know, interconnected, conflating tragedies and and drama right in life that we need to be able to decide what, what we think about it. Like we need especially right now when the circumstances can be so out of control we this is the time to control what it is that we think so that we can show up in a powerful way in our lives so that's where i am right so i just wanted to share for those of you who might be interested um a few thoughts that i have been thinking lately as i've been doing my self-coaching and as i've been doing my own thought work here are a few thoughts that i've had recently that are helping me to deal with this and helping me to show up in a powerful way um the first thought that I am thinking on purpose is that people care about me. People care about me and people care about other black people and people care about people of color in this nation and in this world. Um, of course, this is not necessarily true of everyone, right? Like, but just because that person over there 
doesn't care about me doesn't mean that people don't care about me. It is helpful for me to think that people care. And when I think and remember and believe that people care about me, I am able to see evidence of that caring all over the place. Um, and, it, and it is encouraging and it can help me feel good that even in the face of such injustice and even in the face of, you know, laws that are unfair and unjust, that there are people, people care how I'm being affected personally and how black people and people of color are being affected um, collectively. And that is a good thought. It's a helpful thought. It's a thought that helps me feel encouraged and like I can keep going. Um, another thought, and these are in no particular order, um, just some things that I'm thinking. And this is not all that I'm thinking, right? Um, it's important for me to say that, but these are some things. Um, another thought that has been helpful to me is thinking, I can help. Um, there are a lot of different ways that I can help and a lot of different areas of my life where I can help. Uh, it can be very daunting to think about the enormity of the task of dismantling institutional and systemic racism. That is daunting to think about because it's so big and it's been built over centuries. Um, it's not going to come down in one night or in one protest, right? But when I think I can help, like I can do something um, as a wife and a mom, I can help, right? I can help my daughter. Um, I can teach her things that will help her. I can influence the way that she sees the world and the types of relationships that she will form. Um, that is helpful. I can I can influence my husband um, and the way that the world sees him. Right, like that is helpful uh, as as a professional. So I've I've had a career for more than fifteen years as an economic development professional working with communities and workforce development. And um, I'm currently working in changing the educational system and to create more equitable outcomes for students. Um, that's helpful, right? Like I, I can help there. I can stand up for what is right and I can literally work to change and influence the things that need to be changed to get to, to really undo and dismantle those systems that don't work for people of color and for black people, right? The ones that oppress us. I can help. That is a powerful, empowering thought for me. Um, as a friend, I can help. I had a lifelong friend reach out to me literally just this morning. She emailed me. Um, she's white. We've known each other since we were like six years old. We've grown up together. We're still friends. Um, and she just reached out and she was like, yo, I like, what can I do? She's like, I, I've been struggling and I want to do something. Here's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Is this right? And also, you know, I know it's not your job to tell me what to do, but I'm reaching out because I love you. And if you can help me, I I'm listening, you know? That that meant a lot to me. And to know that I can have a conversation with her and influence the way that she shows up in her world, in her family, in her community, in her business, right? She has a platform to use to others. Like, I can help. That's an empowering thought. Uh, and of course, as a, as a mindset coach, I can help uh, the people who are listening, who are consuming my content, uh, the people who hire me as their coach. I can help them with their thoughts. I can help them deal with this and, and feel better and show up powerfully in their lives. That is such a great thought for me. 
um, as a consumer, I can help, right? Like I can put my dollars to work for me. My dollars can go places where I physically cannot. And um, that that's a helpful, empowering thought also. Um, another thought that is helpful is uh, that others can help me. Uh, I know for many of us women, especially women who are prone to superwoman syndrome, uh, where we may feel like we need to be invulnerable and where we need to be the helpers, we are the helpers of society, um, feeling like we deserve and should have help uh, can be a very uncomfortable place to stand in. Um, And what's more, um, taking the step of asking for or accepting help when offered uh, is also, um, it can be uncomfortable and, and not something that we do regularly or enough or at the right levels. Um, and so for me, thinking and believing and remembering that others can help me is just as powerful as me thinking that I can help um, because I deserve help too and, and I am worthy of that. Um, and thinking and remembering that others can help me helps me be on the lookout for those offers so that I can accept them, right? Um, I I can't deal with and undo racism by myself. So when someone makes an offer to help, to be a part of the solution, part of my job and responsibility in getting that system dismantled is accepting the help. Um, and that is a, that's a helpful thought for me. Um, friends can help me, right? My family, my coworkers, like there's, I'm surrounded by people who are in a position to help me. Um, and that is, that is a great thought for me. It's been helpful. Um, another helpful thought right now is that my voice matters. Uh, I did not necessarily wake up saying to myself, I'm going to go live on Instagram today. It didn't wake up that way. Um, but as I started thinking and as I got that email from my friend and a few other exchanges and I've had some interesting conversations, um, I remembered and I thought that my voice matters. Like I have things to say. I have experiences to share. I have a perspective that can be helpful to others. Um, and even if I don't have the right thing figured out what to say, like saying anything can be helpful because my voice matters. Um, there are people out there specifically looking for black voices to amplify. They are actively putting on their listening ears and closing their mouths so that they can take it all in. Um, I get to be a part of the voices that are out there talking, sharing, speaking authentically. Um, and, And that helps. And my voice matters. It is part of the refrain that is calling for justice. And I'm cool with that, right? Like that is a good, helpful thought for me. Um, another thought that I'm having, and then, and then I'll end it here unless y'all have questions or whatever for me. Um, but another thought that I'm, that I'm having that I think would be helpful for many who are trying to figure out where they fit into, you know, activism and, and, and this, this movement for social justice and, and anti-racism. There are many who are trying to figure out where they fit in and what is the right thing to do. The thought that I'm having that is helpful is that my purpose, my personal purpose is part of the solution. Um, The full solution doesn't belong to me. Um, And there is more than one role for all of us to play in this movement. And my purpose 
matters and it is part of the solution. Like if I don't get present to my purpose and if I try to take on, you know, the helm of someone else's purpose, um, then I'm not present to my own purpose and my purpose is part of the solution. So instead of thinking about or focusing on what a bunch of other people are prescribing as the actions that I should take or how I should be showing up, forget all that. That is less helpful to me than thinking about what is my authentic purpose, what are my authentic gifts, and that my purpose is part of the solution. I would love to believe that your purpose is part of the solution as well. So if I can leave you with one piece of thought, it's to borrow. Borrow my thought. If, if that resonates with you, borrow it. Take it. You don't have to go out there and create and invent a bunch of your own unique, original, never before thought ever in the, in the history of mankind thoughts. Borrow my thought. Um, again, the, the five thoughts that I've shared with you on this live stream is that one, people care about me and black people and people of color. Um, I can help. Others can help me. My voice matters. And my purpose is part of the solution. These are thoughts that are helping me deal with the current unrest um, and the agitation that is in the air right now and allowing me to show up powerfully in my life. Um, As a coach, I love and I am ready to help others find the thoughts that can help you feel with feel better right now in this situation and show up powerfully in your life um, as you start to have the go through the difficult journey of confronting and dismantling racism in this society and you do your part in that you are part of the solution we need you um, I got nothing but love for you and I wish you um, the best meaningful most productive thoughts so that you can shine right now. We need you. Um, If you're interested, you want to talk more, you got comments, you got things to say, like comment. I'd love that. Um, My DMs are open. If you would like to, you know, you want to share your thoughts with me privately. I'm I'm cool with that. I would love that. I want to hear from you. Uh, I hope this helps. Um, Be the change, y'all. All right. Have a great one. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Life Edit Project podcast. I'd love to hear what your favorite moment or key takeaway was from this conversation. You can send me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter to let me know. My handle is at Life Edit Project, all one word, in all the places. My social media is linked up in the show notes to make it easy for you. Holla at your girl. I'll be back next week with another episode. In the meantime, don't just stay busy with the life you have. Get busy creating the life you want.